0: Shalom, shalom. Peace and health upon all listening. Shalom to the elect scattered abroad and the strangers who are attached by HaSemach, the branch, in whom we believe and declare to the esteem of our Father, Yahuwah. HaSemach, the branch, who is our sovereign and master, Yahusha HaMashiach, the Messiah, the Word made flesh, the Son of Elohim. Welcome to Bread and Wine.
1: shalom shalom welcome back we are back once again this is the bread and wine podcast just like a pimp named Slickback. i got it right this time and a tribe called quest you've got to say the whole entire thing once again this is the bread and wine podcast with one of your hosts yahuka said and also we have Caleb. Ben Yashirol. And that's it. That's it. It's just us two for today. It's been an interesting day. <laughs> actually, I uh, wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't be able sure to say a day. I'd say more so of a
0: interesting last hour. Yeah, last interesting hour. Interesting last hour. We'll, we'll put it up on the on the social media what happened. If anybody has me as a friend on Facebook, you already know uh what we did to actually determine the topic of this episode.
1: You already put it up
0: there. Yeah, but I just, I just I just typed it. I didn't. But you know, the people that follow me on Facebook Yo, don't crazy, don't follow so. the don't necessarily. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody that follows the social media for the for the podcast doesn't necessarily follow me as a friend on Facebook. So. I thought
1: I thought you you said so so we gonna, I mean nobody's liked it. I can I can just delete the post. I, oh, so we ain't saying nothing about it in this episode then.
0: I mean I I can just delete the post and we can just talk I, about. I it I want to know what you put. I I just put, you know, that. I can just delete the post. Nobody's liked it. <laughs> <laughs> put that strip out verbatim. All right, I'm gonna just delete the post <laughs> No
1: problem. I mean I'm just I'm just saying I know you to do that. Okay. gone.
0: Delete it. <laughs> you you can you
1: can put it back later on, I guess.
0: Okay, all right. I guess you I don't know. Yeah, I was about to say I can't undelete I can't work like that. Once it's gone, it's gone. Copy it, copy and paste. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> So this episode, um, we're going to be talking about being, excuse me, becoming and being a new creature. Um, And what we mean by that is like, when you believe in Mashiach Yahusha, you believe that he is the son of Elohim. Some people say the son of God. But we know God is a title, meaning mighty power or authority. And we know that our mighty power and authority is Yahuwah. So becoming a new creature, we're going to talk about what that is stated in terms of scripture and <clears throat> and what that looks like and how to actually like, do it. So, Caleb, what you got to say?
0: Um. Well, actually, I was just going to start off straight up with, with Paul. Uh, Paul. And, yeah, in 2 Corinthians. Now, I would really encourage everyone to read the whole book. I am simply starting at uh, a certain part, 2 Corinthians, uh, verse 8. I'm going to go all the way to 17. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading out of the Etta affair, not because it's perfect or anything like that, but because that's just the version I have right now, and it's the most convenient for me to access. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's, it's nothing wrong with the Etis affair. It's just uh, I just want to put that out there, you know. Some so, people love that joint. Just yeah, like the some KJV. people. Yeah. Some people say it's it's perfect. It's it's not perfect, but you know, it's 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 good for what it is, and it's convenient for me to have right now. It so, does. It does its purpose. Yeah. It does what it's supposed to do. Yeah. So we are conv- we are confident. I say and willing rather to be absent from the body, and to be present with Yahuwah. Wherefore we labor, that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him, Yahuwah. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Mashiach, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he has done, whether it be good or bad. Knowing therefore the fear of Yahuwah, we persuade men, We are manifest unto Elohim, and our trust also are made manifest in your conscience. For we condemn not ourselves again unto you, but give you occasion to esteem on our behalf, that ye may have somewhat to answer them which esteem in appearance and not in heart. For whether we be beside ourselves, it is to Elohim, or whether we be sober, it is for your cause. For the love of Mashiach constrains us, because we thus judge. That if one died for all, then we then were all dead, and that he died for all, that they sh- which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Wherefore henceforth we know, we, henceforth know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Mashiach after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man in Mashiach, if any man be in Mashiach, he is a new creature. Mm -hmm. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now, for some people, that probably was hard to follow. I get it. A lot of old English. (laughs) Um, (laughs) To summarize, all he's saying is that because we now we're, we're basically expecting to be judged by Yahuwah. Right. Or, but judged by Mashiach so that we can be accepted by Yahuwah based on what we've done in this life. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you lived a, uh, a good life, according to Torah, then when on judgment day, you will um, be accepted by Mashiach. Mashiach would say you're good to go. You'll be accepted by Yahuwah. If not, then, you know, uh, for quite a few people. So there might be some burning, some, you know, some barbecuing, uh, which you'll be part of the fire, uh, things like that. So Torah is the standard? Torah is the standard, absolutely, yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Torah, so, <clears throat> the reason why, because
1: some people might say that, well, no, the Messiah is the standard.
0: Messiah taught Torah. Okay. So, to say that Messiah is the standard is saying that Torah is the standard. They don't you contradict. Know,
1: but, you know, some people, you yeah. know, they, they, they make a separation. Yeah, between, yeah. So, so in,
0: in mainstream Christianity, they would make that separation mm-hmm. um, that, you know, we don't follow Torah anymore. We follow Mashiach. But mm-hmm. based upon the things that the prophets say about what Mashiach is supposed to do, he mm-hmm. does not come to replace Torah at all. He comes to fulfill Torah, which is exactly what Mashiach said he did. But that in his fulfilling of Torah, it does not take away the obligation of Torah. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's a whole other topic that we can go down.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was one thing just kind of came to mind when you said that. I know yeah. some people might hear that, and they'll say, you know, whatever. But Yeah, so
0: Torah and Mashiach, they are... They go hand in they hand. They go hand in hand, right? He is the. So if, if you're following the Mashiach, Torah you are keeping flesh. Torah. Yeah. If, you, if you're following Mashiach, you're keeping Torah. There's no getting around it.
1: The word made flesh.
0: Yeah. The among us. So uh, back to the original point that uh, Paul was saying. Basically, since he is the, the standard, so he's the one who's going to be judging you, uh, determining based upon uh, what you've done, your actions, right? essentially when he died for us right he died for us for us to be able to well hey everybody should know this by now that he died in order to cleanse you of your sins but it's not for you to keep sinning it's to cleanse you of your sin so that way you can start anew and start living righteously in Torah so once you start following Mashiach and you have accepted him as the Messiah. You are now following him. You're following his example. You are following him as your master, right? You're hoping to be the bride of Mashiach, um, as you know, the scriptures say as well. What you're now striving to do is now get your actions in line, but you're not just going through the motions. You're also trying to get your mind in line. You're trying to get your heart right. You're trying to get everything in line. So that way on that day, The new person that you have become is what's being judged, and not the person you were before. Mm -hmm. So you have to get rid of that person, um, whoever they, whoever that person was before you accepted him, before you went down into the water, which we'll talk about that as well. That person has to uh, metaphorically die. Now -hmm. we're not saying go out and get a knife and slit your throat. We're just saying that's wild. Yeah, we're just saying well, you have to say that because you know some people think like that. Okay, I got (laughs) yeah. So. Again, this is metaphoric that the person who you were before, the way you thought, the actions, has to die. Yeah, right. Right. So,
1: just to land back on what he's saying, is scripture talks about you can't serve two masters, right? You can't serve money and Elohim, right? You can't serve Shaitan and Elohim, which means if you, when you follow Torah, right, you'll see in terms of, Let's just go with gardening, right? It's an abomination. It's disgusting for Yahuwah when you mix two seed, two different types of seeds. Like you can't mix an apple and an orange seed together. You don't do that. Right now, if there's a family of apples that you can mix with another family of apples, but it's still the same type of seed, just a different like bracket within the family. But two opposing or different types of fruits You don't mix those things together so let's just say you are you're a believer in messiah um being being new right but let's just say you don't follow torah right you just you just believe in the messiah and that's it and you're saying well i'm being led by the holy spirit and the righteousness of messiah this is what i'm doing i don't need to follow the law of moses so because that's the law of Moses that brings sin and death and I'm I've been avenged from that, I've been rescued from that. Okay, that's right. So you'll see that sometimes there are some people now I, I actually saw this it I actually saw this um this past uh quote unquote Halloween. There was a, there was some there was some people that are Christians, they are now condemning Halloween. Mm. They're condemning it. They were like, yo, how do people say that you a Christian, and you believe in in JC and you participate in Halloween? Like, bro, that's a demonic holiday. Like, there are Christians that were saying that. Like, I, I know one personally um, that had came out and said that. And I was just like, just cause they're not following the ways of the Father. And they they're not following the instructions or his ways or Torah, but claim that they love the Messiah. So it's in in that instance, like, you're a mixed seed. You're lukewarm. And he said you either be hot or cold. If you lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out. I don't even want to deal with you. I need to know where you at. But if you in the middle, uh, you, you, we ain't floating together, a bit dog. So the the reason why I, I got to that is because you can't say that you are a follower of the Messiah and that you're this and you're that. But you following a lot of the ways of the world, the things that they do. So... So we're going to get into what it means to be a new creature. Now, Caleb kind of already said it about like killing the old man, your old way, your old flesh, how you thought, how you think, how you act, those certain things, your, your dealings, your way of doing things. And the question is, I asked somebody one day, I was like, you know what, you know, you get baptized, you believe in the Messiah. What next? How do you live your life? because now you you're you're a newborn you're a, you're a baby so what direction are you going by what what are you supposed to do so that's just like one thing that really kind of came to mind but one thing Messiah Mashiach said right so he says in John 4:23 and 24 Matter of fact, actually, no, I'm going to go to I'm not going to go there right now. I'm actually going to go to John three. So John three, verse one. And there was a man of the Pharisees. Nicodemus was his name, a ruler of the Yahudim or the Jews. This one came to Yahusha by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from Elohim, for no one is able to do these signs. You do. If Elohim is not with him, Yahusha answered and said to him, "Truly I say unto you, unless one is born from above, he is unable to see the reign of Elohim." Nicodemus said to him, "How is it that a man can be born when he is old? Is he able to enter his mother his mother's womb a second time and be born?" Yahusha answered, and said, "Truly I say to you, unless one is born of the water and of the spirit, or the ruach, he is unable to enter into the reign." of Elohim that which has been born of flesh is flesh that which has been born of Ruach is Ruach or spirit is spirit don't marvel don't be amazed what I say to you you have to be born from above the wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it but you don't know where it comes from or where it's going so everyone who has been born of the Ruach Nicodemus answered and said to him how is it possible for this to take place Yahusha said to him, are you a teacher of al Yisrael, and you don't know this?
0: In layman's terms, you're supposed to know this, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to understand this.
1: Bro, you a teacher. How you not get this? <laughs> <laughs> Truly, I say to you, we speak what we know, and we witness what we have seen, and you don't receive our witness. If you don't believe when I speak to you about earthly things... How are you gonna believe when I speak to you about heavenly things? And no one has gone up to the heaven except he who has come down from the heaven, the son of Adam. And then he talks about as Moses lifted up the serpent of the wilderness, even so the son of Adam has to be lifted up, so that whoever is believing in him should not perish but possess everlasting life. Yeah. And it goes into, you know, John 316. So Yahushua is basically telling Nicodemus like. There has to be something new about you that has to be done. That has to be taking place. And Nicodemus is like, well, you know what? I, I don't understand what you're saying. I have no entire clue. <laughs> so it's another thing um, in terms of being born from above, right? John four twenty three and 24. But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth for the father also does seek such to worship him. Elohim is spirit and those who worship him need to worship him in spirit and in truth. So once again, we got a second time of something about the spirit. And then we also got truth into the aspect. So we want to pick up at Caleb.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a lot uh, that you said there. So, um, one of the things I really want to talk about really quick uh, since we're since we're on this topic you mentioned um, not being able to mix seeds right yeah um, and of course we know in Torah for if you are farming um, there is a law that tells us even in farming uh, how we're not supposed to mix different types of seeds in the same plot of land um, or even to go outside of that not to mix fabrics when you are wearing certain clothes you can't. Uh, wear clothing that's made of wool and linen. Now, in a very earthly sense, if you wear clothing that's made of wool and linen, it's very unlikely that the cloth itself is actually going to be sustainable. At some some point, it is very possible that because the fabrics are very different and have some different textures, um, it could actually fall apart. At least that's what I've heard um so i i'm i'm gonna stick with that for the purpose of saying the same thing if if you have you ever actually seen people that plotted like try to to mix uh fruit uh mix different types of uh plants in the same land mm, no, okay, it actually messes with the crops mm. it actually messes with the crops. <laughs> Um, You know what,
1: I take that back, too, because I'm reading right now, and I do not see where it says the mixing of seed would be abomination, so I do take that back.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think it's an abomination, but I know you're Mm -hmm. not supposed to do it. You're not supposed to do it. Yeah, so... um, So, sleek out for that. Yeah, but it it actually messes with um, the way the plants grow, so...
1: Yeah, it's it's right here in Deuteronomy 22 and 9. It says, you shall keep my statutes, you shall not let cattle gender itself with other kind, you shall not sow thy field with mingled seed, Mm -hmm. neither shall your garment mingled of the linen. uh,
0: And you can't even when you're even when you're plowing, you can't plow with an ox and a uh, donkey uh, yoke together. You can't even do that. And the reason why is because the ox is substantially stronger than the donkey. So, so the you know but and donkeys have a tendency to be a yeah. little here it is right here yeah
1: so Deuteronomy twenty two and nine you shall not sow your vineyard with diverse seeds lest the fruit of the seed which is shown which is sown and the fruit of the vineyard be defiled
0: yeah 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 it messes it messes with the fruits so you see this stuff in Torah that because we're not farmers and because we have a modern way of thinking. Sometimes it just looks like it's too much, right? And that's one of the things that even a lot of atheists, when they talk about scripture and they like to criticize Torah, they'll say, you can't wear clothing mixed, made of mixed fabric? That sounds crazy. And that's because we don't understand the context that, again, number one, it's mixing wool and linen. That's, that's the big part. But the second part is how these things, when you mix them together, they do not work. They don't mesh. They don't mesh, right? Now, if we go back to the garden— Right. And we remember what the curse was to the serpent. One of the curses was that there's the seed of the woman and then there's the seed of the serpent and the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman are always going to have. They're going to be at enmity Mm -hmm. at odds with each other. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, for most of us, we understand that the serpent, that there was more going on in the garden than just a literal snake uh, talking to her that. um a lot of people would say that's Hashatan, or that's some sort of entity um, that is evil that was talking to her, that had some agenda in mind, somebody right?
1: Say it. Some people say something else.
0: We're not going to talk about that. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> but well, even to to an extent, they still believe that is it's evil. It's somebody else. They they just believe it's a person. Okay, yeah, yeah. or a nation. Anyway. Yeah, we 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 anyway, rege- we ahead. reject that doctrine. My bad, my bad. But my bad. Yeah. yeah, so I'm bringing all that up because I want to go to. Uh, John 8 I'm gonna start at John 8 38 and it says here so this is Yahusha speaking to the Pharisees he says I speak that which I have seen with my father and ye do that which ye have seen with your father so he has one father they have a different one they answered and said unto him Abraham is our father Yahusha said unto them if ye were Abraham's children Ye would do the works of Abraham.
1: Oh, for real? Abraham, your father?
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, notice, notice, the Pharisees here, they were bloodline descendants of Abraham. Now, some people would say they were Edomites, some people would say they were Israelites. Either way, they're descendants of Abraham.
1: Yeah. Either okay. way, my blood. <laughs>
0: But notice Mashiach is not focusing here on the blood, on their blood. He's focusing on their actions, what they do and how they live, which means that determines who their father is.
1: That verse that you, that you put out earlier, it was said that they are, um, oh man, it was something about outwardly there was something, but inwardly they were corrupt. Yeah. The verse earlier, that, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: So now watch this. But ye seek to kill me. A man that has told you the truth, which I have heard of Elohim, this did not Avraham. I don't, I don't remember Abraham trying to kill uh, Melchizedek, so. Nope. Uh, ye do the works of your father. Then said they to him, we be not born of fornication. We have one father, even Elohim. they they throwing a shot at him, too. Yahusha said, yeah, because there, yeah, there's a... um. A uh, since Miriam was a virgin, there was a. Uh, uh, they refused to believe that she was a virgin, so they were yeah. t- going around saying that she was uh, a fornication. That she was born of a. I think that if he you read, I think if you read the Talmud, it says that he was born of like a Roman soldier that she cheated on Yosef or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So but um,
1: they try to throw a shot. At yeah,
0: they, so that, that was a shot. But uh, Yahusha said unto them, "If Elohim were your father, ye would love me, for I proceed forth and came from Elohim." Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do ye not understand my speech, even because ye cannot hear my word? Ye are of your father, the devil. Your daddy the devil. And the lust of your father ye will do. He He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. There's no Torah in him. There's no light in him. None. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Now, I wanted to read that part because when you said the part about not mixing seeds, mm-hmm. when you're coming into this world, who is the who is the Elohim of this world? Hashatan. You're gonna have a lot of Hashatan seed in you, and it's not as simple as just surface level stuff. The adversary, right? It's it's not as. Yes, when you're coming in here, a lot of us are going to have problems with things that just come from being in the world, like lying, stealing. Some of us going to have a lot of sexual things we have to get rid of and, um, and different kinds of lust and anger issues. And, I, and I'm not discounting those things. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, because those things are very obvious, we, we focus on them and we ignore other things. And what happens is sometimes we even deal with those big things, but then there's little small things that we don't pay attention to. Um,
1: it's the little foxes that spoil the vine.
0: Yeah, it's, it's little stuff that sometimes we miss. Um, so, for example, most of us don't realize how this culture, mm-hmm. in and of itself, is very different from the culture in the scripture. That's the reason why right now there's such a big push for Israelites to try to return to the culture because there's a lot of things in this culture that just does not mesh with scripture. It's Eurocentric. Yeah, it's, it's the, the Eurocentric and Western thought, especially modern wow. Western thought. Um, and it's, it's not just as simple as, you know, Hey, I, I don't watch porn anymore. That's good. You know, Hey, I don't, I don't, if somebody t- go t- cuts me out, I don't punch him in the face anymore. That's good. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not saying I'm not discounting that, but we can't stop there. This, this is a lot of work that has to be done in order to get to that point. Now, and this is the part, I point I wanted to really say before we get into this uh, a little bit more this is not a fight that's unique to our generation. Mm-mm. Our forefathers had to do the same thing. Yep. So if we, we can go all the way back here. Give me one second here. Let me get back on my phone. Who are we going to do? We're going to Leviticus chapter 18, verse 3. So the Israelites were living in Egypt. Um, in Leviticus? Well, they had come out of Egypt. Okay. But before that, they were living in Egypt. All right, okay. Right? So a lot of us, we know they came out of Egypt, but we don't realize that if you lived in Egypt for 200 and some odd years, you think like an Egyptian, yep. right? It wasn't coincidence that they made a golden calf to Yehu and they couldn't find Moses. Go go look it up. Calves in Egypt were worshipped. That, that actually had, had a lot. There was a lot of Egyptian things that they were doing there. That wasn't just coincidence,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Right they had to get rid of some egyptian thought remember when they when when they started struggling and when they, they were about to go back to egypt what did they say remember the leeks remember the melons you no know, the melons the Rem- all yeah.
1: the all the fish and all that stuff that we had when we was in egypt how we used to eat it by the boatload bro you, was a you slave. you was a slave you-, <laughs> you were eating that <laughs> by the boatload you were a slave <laughs> you was a slave how you going to talk about how you see that that's that's nuts too cuz like for real so that's even to show when the going gets tough, mm-hmm. the tough get going. So, it's really to show, like, he, he he brought them to the wilderness to to try them. So, don't think, don't think that coming new into this, you're not going to go through some sort of struggle. You're not going to oh, go will. through some sort of, I don't know, let's say, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know what, just put it with struggle or, or challenge. You know, like, if, if the messiah had to go through a struggle or a challenge so do you
0: a whole nation had to. the go whole through it.
1: nation had to go through it like don't think that you you exclusive you know don't don't think that don't don't be prideful or arrogant in that way whatsoever just humble yourself and understand that this is something you're gonna have to go through and this is even more of a reason why like that you should read you know the Tanakh. You should read the quote unquote Old Testament to see these things yeah, that the righteous. The yeah, to see, see the, examples the examples that the righteous went through. Like, like these were people that were being obedient to the word of the Father, and hey, just some some of them got destroyed in terms of by the people. You know, a lot of the, some of the prophets got killed because the people ain't want to listen, ain't want to obey. So, how much more do you think if you? Walking in the Messiah and believing in him and following after the words of the father that you're not going to go through some sort of struggle. But anyway, go ahead. With Leviticus.
0: Yeah. Um, that was a good aside, too. So uh, Leviticus eighteen three and five, it says you must not do as they do in Egypt where you used to live and you must not do as they do in the land of Canaan or Canaan where I am bringing you. Do not follow their practices You must obey my laws And be careful to follow my decrees I am Yahuwah your Elohim So There are things about about the way we think From a cultural perspective There are ideas that we've been born with That are coming from This culture Which is a worldly culture And Hashatan is the Elohim of this world You cannot Keep that old stuff Because if you keep that old stuff you are keeping seeds, elements of seeds that are planted by Hashatan. Excuse me.
1: Yeah.
0: And as we've seen, man, what's going on? In the, as, indigestion. Yeah, indigestion. Yes, yeah. some spicy food, y'all. It actually wasn't that spicy, but. It was
1: spicy. It's spicy to the normal person, but to him, it's just like, ah, it had a little kick to it. Yeah. <laughs> but clearly, we can see that it's taking a toll on his uh, esophagus. Uh,
0: no, no, I'm fine. I just had to burp. <laughs> It's all right. <laughs> I get it. yeah. So when you don't get rid of the things, when you when you're holding on to those old things, that part of the old man, that part of the old man. In fact, here we go. That part of the old man belongs to Hashatan. That part of the old man belongs to Satan. Uh oh. The whole old man belongs to Satan. Uh oh. So if you're trying to get into this kingdom, that old man has to die, and you have to become a new creature because that old man belongs to Satan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you need to give Satan, don't even give Satan what belongs to him, just kill it, okay? Now, is it going to happen immediately? No, it's going it's to take some time. It's a process to this, Yep. and we'll talk about all that as well, okay? But it has to die because the things that you came into this walk with are coming from the Elohim of this world. That's where those seeds are being planted, right? Now, I could go on a whole aside and talk about how things in American culture, especially modern American culture, was actually deliberately created. Like, a lot of this stuff that we see, it's not just people being wicked. I mean, it's, it is, but the origin of it, somebody actually sat down and said, we want society to look like this. So, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, but another even day, if that wasn't the case, year. even if that wasn't the case, right, even if, even if it wasn't like that in this culture, let's say you're part of another culture, guess what? That culture and the the ideas of that culture still belong to the elohim of this world. Mm-hmm. So you have to be willing to walk away from that. Okay? So now you can go ahead.
1: All right. So um I mean Caleb kind of just, just put it on the forefront. So this this is the scripture that uh actually it just came back. So all right. We're talking about seas, right? There's two seas that we're dealing with. We're dealing with the seed of the Father, which we know, if you go into Matthew, the par actually is in I think it's in Mark that he talks about the parable of the sower, and he actually says that the seed is the word of Elohim. And then you have the seed of Hashatan. I mean, good. just go to Genesis, bro. Just go to Genesis. So you di- we're dealing with two seeds. What happened to the tree of the knowledge and good and evil? When you allow something outside of the Father's word to influence you when you listen to it when you hear it when you say you know what i'm gonna hear what you have to say and you don't shut it down or don't know how to shut it down certain things that that seed now has produced are gonna look good you're gonna like the way it looked, like the way it smell like the way it feel like the way it touched, like the way it tastes all this stuff right so the what the three big sins is um Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Three things that, uh, that happened to uh, Kua or Eve when she looked at that fruit. She said she thought the fruit was uh, good for eating. She looked at it and said that, um, what is it, lust of the flesh... Lust of the eyes. So it, look, it's it looked good. good. good for the, it looked good. It was good, possibly good for tasting. And it could be someone to make um make them wise or make her like Elohim. Right? So those are the three things. You have a... That's why, if you read both sides, if you read the whole book, it shows you that everything walks into in uh, unity with it, like a cod with it. Anyway, and it's all my fault. So, um, so yeah, right? So you can have this seed that is planted by time, and as it grows, Somebody can look at it and say, man, that fruit look kind of good. Just because that fruit look good don't mean it's good for you. If the seed is bad, but the fruit look good, the fruit is bad. It's bad. There's no, well, you know what, we can change it. No, no, you you, 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 can't, you can't change nothing but yourself. You can't even change people, bit dog. So look, Jeremiah 10 says, hear the word of your, I'm starting at verse one. I know, I know it's coming up, but you know what? we're gonna do it anyway yep
0: <laughs>
1: yep go ahead hear the word which yahuwah speaks to you O house of israel but someone will say we well, only talking to israel well you know he's talking to those that believe in his word believe in the messiah so just 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 listen <laughs> <laughs> thus says yahuwah do not learn the ways of the nations And do not be awed by the signs of the heavens or signs of the sky. For the nations are awed by them, are marveled by them. For the law of these people are worthless. Here's an example how the how the laws of these people are worthless. One cuts a tree from the forest. They work the hands of a craftsman with a crafting cutting tool. They beautify it with silver and gold. They strengthen it with nails and hammers so it does not fall. They are, they are like a round post, and they do not speak. They have to be carried because they don't walk. Do not be afraid of them, do not, for they don't do any evil, nor is it in them to do any good.
0: It's just a, a piece it's, of wood. It's just a piece of wood. It's just a tree. I mean, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I told him, Paul. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> there is none like you, O Yahuwah. You are great, and great is your name and might so straight up this is what a lot of people use this for for the christmas tree yeah so well you know what i bought my christmas tree from the stove yeah but yeah. you have to learn like the origins of stuff right we're talking about seeds we're talking about killing the old man there's no justification for you to celebrate christmas if you claim to be a believer in the messiah there's nothing in this book There is nothing in here that will justify that will justify that you can do this and it be okay. It says it right here. It says. For they do no evil, nor is it in them to do any good, they just
0: there. Let's let's hone in on this for a second as an example. Okay, as an example, it's just an example, right? It's just an example. This is not a Christmas example. episode, but we're just doing it as an example, especially since it's a couple of months away. It's just an example. Yeah. So, some people might look because you know there's a lot of Israelites and and different people that will do Hanukkah, or Hanukkah. You know, or they'll do Purim, yeah. which are also not in the Bible. Actually, Purim. Well, is, Purim is in the Bible. Well, Purim Hol-
1: is, both of them are in there.
0: Well, no, but well. Okay.
1: It says during the time of Hanukkah Maccabees. And was, Maccabees
0: yeah. is in some people's Bibles. It's yeah. not in everybody's Bibles. Yeah, Maccabees
1: gives like the detailed description yeah. of Hanukkah, but Hanukkah yeah. is but Hanukkah mentioned. Is but it's mentioned. But it's mentioned. You know. And so is Purim is both mentioned. Purim
0: is in there in Esther, but you notice there are some people that do challenge oh, yeah, Esther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you have Purim, you have Hanukkah. They're not in Torah. That's that's a better way for me to say it. they're not in Torah. Yeah. Right and we have it written that they are essentially man-made man-made feast days, man-made holidays. We know this. That's not even up for debate. Yeah. So there are some people who will con- who will say um for the people who do celebrate the- them that if you celebrate that, then why is Christmas so wrong? Again, we're talking about mm. seeds. Mm. When you look at Purim, when you look at Hanukkah, those are supposed to be days that are cultural days, for the southern tribes, if we're going to be very specific, northern tribes really don't have anything to do with them. For the southern tribes, where deliverance was brought about from an overseeing power that was about to essentially try to wipe them out or wipe out the the way of the Israelite, right? They were mm-hmm. literally trying to wipe it out, mm-hmm. right? So in the case of Purim, they were trying to literally kill anybody that I identified as a Yahuddin,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And in the case of Hanukkah, Mm -hmm. they weren't necessarily trying to kill the people, but they were trying to kill the culture. And they were trying to make them uh, only worship Greek gods. So there was this idea of deliverance. It's not required. Right. But it's something, hey, we want to to do this for Yahuwah. And if you have a custom that you Mm -hmm. want to do for Yahuwah, as long as you don't make that a commandment, there's nothing wrong with that. The problem is that comes along with, let's say, Christmas or Easter. Again, we're talking about seeds. Mm-hmm. The origin of these things is not of Yah. It was specifically for other deities, for other Elohim. In Deuteronomy, we are given a command. If it is meant for another Elohim and he didn't command it, you are not supposed to take it, try to clean it up, and then take it and make it for his worship. You are yeah. not supposed to do that. Don't do that. That is a commandment not to do it. So, when you have a, a, a holiday like Christmas, that multiple parts of it can be seen from multiple different cultures, right? Some from Nordic tradition, some from Roman tradition, some even from Greek tradition. If you really want to get technical, there's even stuff from Canaanite tradition in there, from Babylonian tradition. But, you know, those things got European. I uh, got uh, made more European and, and now they're done as well. But it's, it's a lot of like of uh, things from like the, the Scandinavian countries and Christmas, even things like Yule. Yule was the name of a deity. The feast day was literally called Yule. Yule time day. Right. So you have all this stuff that's involved with this and you're trying to clean it up and now make it a Christian holiday about the birth of the Messiah when he wasn't even born around that time. And everybody knows it. At at, at what point can, especially when there's a command that says don't do that, you can't justify it, right? So now the question becomes the idea in your mind that, well, he knows my heart and he knows that my intentions are good when I do this. So even though I'm breaking his commandment, my intention is good. Where did that idea come from? Mm. You see, you, you now understand what we're saying. Where did that idea come? That's what you have to track. Where did where's that idea coming from that there's nothing wrong with this when I can clearly see a commandment that says don't do it? Now, if you're saying, okay, well, that's the old testament. Okay, now we have an idea where that command where where you're getting that mindset from. Okay. So now that we know where that's coming from, what makes you think that because it's the old testament, you don't have to do it anymore?
1: Because we're in the new testament.
0: So where did that come from? You see what I'm saying? Now you have to start now you're gonna start getting rooted in this seed. Where is this coming from? And sometimes when you start really digging, you're going to realize stuff is, is coming from, from places that's real deep. Now, that's an example. And at the end of the day, that's coming from a doctrinal thing. Yeah. But you might have a, a strong attachment to a doctrine, mm-hmm. and it's harder to let go than you realize. Even if you understand mentally that this doctrine is false, it might be a very difficult for you to let go of. In your in your heart and your emotions and yeah, your, so and all of that,
1: it might be very easy. Excuse me for you to let go of like certain people if they don't agree like with you or say this that, and the other, but that doctrine, mm-hmm. that doctrine is, it's a rough one, right? Because, let's just say you're very um. Outspoken about it too, right? That's the word I want to use. Outspoken. And you come to, and you've been saying this than the other about this than the other and come to find out you were wrong. You know what? That pride. It, it, it could be it could be an instance to where, you know what? Yahoo is seeing your heart. Now, I'm, I'm not saying this was happening. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Yahoo is seeing your heart. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to see how long they're going to go out with this and then when i bring something to if they truly want to follow me if they truly saying this, if you truly saying you need to follow ya da, 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 you need to da, 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 and you based on your doctrine and Yahoo will bring somebody to you that is actually following after what he says and they have something against your doctrine you going to find the father going to find out oh yeah really the father going to find out the father going to find out where your heart is and it's a possibility you going to find out where your heart is too are you going to be willing to be humble and say, you know what, I've been wrong about this the whole entire time?
0: I just want to add something really quick. If you've been in this walk for less than five years, you absolutely have at least one doctrine that's wrong. I, I guarantee I'm willing to put money on it that you have a doctrine that's wrong. Because I know for a fact I had at least about three different doctrines that I, I, I look back now like, why did I even think that? But I believed it. I believed it. I'm telling you, I already said one. If you didn't say Yahuwah, I thought you were going to hell. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't believe I, that anymore. But I used yeah, to believe that.
1: Yeah, I was, I was, I was really big for Yahuwah.
0: Yeah. So, so I'm telling you that you're gonna, you're gonna get humbled. Yeah. You will. You absolutely are gonna get humbled. So just expect that.
1: But even with all that, that's that's more so like we talking about being this new creature, right? So you need to operate in the fruit of the ruach. Like you have to operate in the fruit of the spirit. These matter of fact, you know what? I'm just gonna do this.
0: And while you're doing, that, I want to add one other thing too. We're talking about doctrine, but that's not the only place that you can get a seed. No. an evil seed. Some people have gone through things in their life, and because of things they went through in life, that's planted a seed that it's really difficult for them to get rid of. Um, for some people, it's people. You know, uh, for some of you, you don't like being alone. So the idea of having to go through this and probably having to go through a time period where you are alone, and not for like a couple of weeks, but maybe years, because that's what the father wants you to be. That that might be I can't do that. But what what is the seed in you that's telling you that that you have to be around people, even if they're worldly? Like, I, don't get me wrong, I understand wanting to be around people, but even if they're worldly, even if you know that they're that being around them is going to be a negative influence to you. You know, so sometimes you just just once you start realizing something that's something's not right, start questioning that and saying, where is this coming from? Why, why am I thinking this way? Why do I feel this way? Um, you might want to just start checking it if it, if it seems if you know for a fact that it's not jiving with the father's word.
1: So um, before before we get into, you know, when Mashiach says that the true worshipers of the father. That what he desires are to be um are to be in Ruach and in truth or a spirit and in truth. Before we start defining those, I want to read this real quick. You're not gonna find this in your uh, Bible. This is an extra psalm. This is Psalm 155. Great psalm. Um six through 16. Once again, this is you can you can go to Google and you can look this up. This is Psalm 155. Verses 6 through 16. Remember me and do not forget me. And do not lead me into unbearable hardships. Cast the sin of my youth far from me. And may my sins not be remembered against me. O Yahuwah, purify me from the evil plague and do not let it return to me. Dry up its roots within me and do not let its leaves sprout within me. You are my esteem, O Yahuwah, therefore my request is fulfilled in your presence. To whom can I cry so that he would grant my request? As for the sons of men, what more can their strength do? My trust, O Yahuwah, is before you. I cried, O Yahuwah, and he answered me, and he healed the brokenness of my heart. I slumbered and slept, I dreamed, and indeed I awoke. You supported me, O Yahuwah, and I call upon Yahuwah, my deliverer. Now I will behold their shame. I have trusted in you, and I will not be ashamed. Render esteem forever and forever. Redeem, Yashar, O Yahuwah, your elect, your elect one, and the house of Yahakub or Jacob, your chosen one. So I wanted to go there, because we're talking right now, we're just getting right down to seeds. Um, but it says... Remember the sins of my youth no more. Remove those far from me. Right. So he, he, the, he's talking about the sins of his youth, like what he was doing in the past. This could be rendered for an old man as well. You know. Remember those things no more and purify me from the evil plague. There was something evil that was within him. And what did this evil plague do? It had roots that was within him. So he's saying dry up the roots and don't let its leaves sprout. So when you go outside and you look at the weeds and stuff like that, you know, if you just cut off the head of the weed or like the head and the stem, the roots are still there. You're not getting down to the nitty gritty and really removing that whole entire thing. So there is no life in that thing whatsoever. Sounds like you got to do some work. Got to do some work. You got to dig down in there because sometimes the weeds is mad stubborn. And just think about that, too. Right. That we was a seed before. And in order to plant a new seed, you have to remove the old one. You got to remove that thing out of there so that that ground can heal. And then you can put something new in there and it can grow and mature into something beautiful. Like you first gotta remove that old joint. I mean, even go to the seed of the parable of the parable of the sower mm-hmm. when he's scattering seeds and he said the weed sprung up and choked up the seed. Yeah, like two seeds in that aspect as well. The weed and the tear. Two seeds in that aspect as well.
0: All right, okay, I'm done. And I want to just I want no, I want to land back on that because <laughs> something just came to me. If we're looking at the seeds of the weed seeds as the uh, seeds of the adversary, right? Just for this example, notice how. You, it's very rare for the the plants, even in, in nature, it's very rare that when you have a garden and you have weeds in the garden that the plants that are supposed to be there will kill the weeds. Majority of the time, it's the other way around. Yeah, The weeds will kill the plants. Yep. So it's almost like no matter what you do, if you have two seeds and you're lukewarm, it's almost like the adversary seed is almost gonna win if you don't take active measure to fight against that. You they, they just can't be together. They can't. Right? So there's a couple of different ways you can look at this. One of them is that the the spirit's not gonna dwell in an unclean vessel. So the father's just gonna up and leave. That's one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is because we're in this body, in this flesh, and this flesh naturally has a it is a it, it doesn't necessarily have a sinful desire. It just has desire,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: It just has desire, and it has no discernment as to whether that desire is good or evil, right? If you want, if you just are out here and you hey, hey, I want some, I want some vanilla ice cream. That's not a wicked desire, right? It's just a desire. The body desires what it desires, and it has no regard for whether that desire is good or evil. No. Nope. It, it just no wants. No regard of consequences. It just wants it. Yeah. Right. So if you have the father's Spirit. understanding in you, but you have not really dealt with the seed, right, the adversary seed, then what will happen is when your body has a desire that is not of the father's will, you're going to have a lot more difficult time controlling that. Mm-hmm. And that eventually that thing will win over you if you don't conquer, it, if you don't dig down and and you got to be proactive in this thing. Right. If you have a problem, you know, you have, you have to be proactive. OK, it's not just sitting around. Don't get me wrong. Pray, yes, pray over it. Right. Yes, pray over it. But you have to be proactive. If you're just going to pray and then just sit there and look at the wall and then wonder why you, nothing's happening. I mean, if, if you want if if you want uh, if, if you're out here planting something, since we're sticking with seeds, if you are planting something. Right. You have to till the ground. You have to put the seed in the ground. You have to cover. You have to water it. You got to make sure you plant it at the right time of year. All this stuff to make sure the plant grows. Right. You can't just walk outside and say, father, give me apples, please. And then go back inside. It doesn't work like that. You have to you have to put in some work. Right. Right. So yeah, you're going to have to do some digging and get the weeds out, to get the adversaries seeds out of you, to get the, the ways of this world out of you. Again, some of it is cultural, some of it is just things that you've been brought up in, some of the environments. It's a lot of things that we have to get rid of as a people, um, as individuals and as a people and as a nation in order to really become new creatures. And we're all working towards this day by day, um, but it is a work. It is a work. And that goes back to what I was reading in that first verse where he says, we labor, now you understand what the labor is, it's internal. Mm. So uh, like I said, it's, it's a lot of work. But what were you gonna say?
1: Nah, um, I was gonna ask, like, where is this seed like planted? Like where, like, where does all this desire come from?
0: Um, well, if we're gonna get real literal, we could say you're nefesh because you're nefesh is translated as your appetite. Ironically, okay. you're in the fesh, which is translated as soul, mm-hmm. is who you are. So okay. your soul is who you are. And your nefesh is your appetite. So your soul is your appetite. Okay. Who you are as a person is what you desire. Okay. So, again, your, your your physical body, let's just go ahead and go with a sin, a light sin. Well, not a light sin, but a sin that every Israelite understands. If you've been eating pork your whole life and you walk outside and you say, man, I want a pork chop. That's just a desire your, your fleshly body has. You can easily say, I'm not going to eat a pork chop today. Right. But it's going to take some time for you to actually get disgusted by pork. Yeah. It's going to take some time. Yeah. Right. But in the meantime, when, you you know, when you're just sitting there, you're like, man, I really want that pork chop, man. And, you know, and you're sitting there like, man, I I really want that. And you're thinking about it covered, smothered in onions and how it used to be. Like now, like, let's say for me, now you can smother it up in onions all you want. I ain't eating it. I'm not eating it. Mm -hmm. Right. But that's because after going through so long with not eating pork and then smelling it again, it was like, good gracious. So no, it doesn't matter how you dress it up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't want to eat it. But it took time for me to get to that point.
1: You know what? The I know I, I know what I want you to say, but you just reminded me of something else. It was one
0: time. Okay, I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll, I got some more to say, but go ahead. Oh
1: no, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
0: Okay. Go, go ahead, go ahead. So because uh, I was I was still kind of addressing your question. So no, go ahead, go ahead. my bad. If if your nefesh is your desire, ultimately becoming a new creature. Um, means that you're changing your desires. You're changing what you want, right? So I want to do the Father's will. I'm desiring to do the Father's will. You get what I'm saying? You're, mm-hmm. you're changing. You're changing who you are as a person to desire what He desires. Um. So again, you're again your your physical fleshly body. Again, is just going to desire things. But you have to get control of that. And once you do get control of that from the inner man, um, that should begin to reflect in the outer man. And you shouldn't desire those things anymore. But again, that could take time. All right. So it's constant work.
1: Yeah. Constant work. So, all right. We're just going to go ahead and just define Ruach and truth. All right. What does it mean to be a true worshiper in Ruach and in truth? We're talking about being um, a new creature, new creation. So, I'm gonna go to Romans. Selika, <coughs> we'll go to Romans two and nine. Well, Kenan, why are you going to Romans when she said that in Matthew and John? Well, look, just, just, just slow down, a bit dog. Oh, hold on, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, start at verse. You know what? I'm going to start at verse 25. Actually. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry for 25. That's fine. So for circumcision indeed, profit if you practice Torah. But if you are a transgressor of Torah or of the law, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. So... Don't mean a doggone thing. So if an uncircumcised person watches over The righteousness of the law shall his uncircumcision not be recognized as circumcision. And the uncircumcised by nature who perfects the law. Is going to judge you notwithstanding the letter and circumcision, you are a transgressor of the law. So basically what it's saying is. Someone that is uncircumcised according to the law, but they watch over the righteousness and do the things that are righteous according to the law. They're going to judge the person that is circumcised according to the law, but they're not doing the things that are instructed in the
0: law. I just want to add a quick aside. So some people who are really zealous for the Torah might be saying, how is that even possible? Let me explain. You have somebody that's come into the walk uh, and let's just let's just really make this modern. They come into the walk. uh, They've been in the walk for a few years. Their, their, their money is a little low. Um, they're not about to submit themselves to somebody who they know is not trained to get a knife cut from a random dude on the street. Okay, uh, That's a very privy member. Somebody make the wrong cut. Now, they're, now they're a eunuch. Okay? They don't want to go through that. Nah. So they want to get it done professionally, but they don't have the shackles to do so. They're saving up the money to get the circumcision because it's important to them. But they just haven't had a chance to do it yet. But everything else that's in their capability to do, they are doing. Then you have another person. They were circumcised on the eighth day.
1: According to the law.
0: According to the law, right? And they don't never keep Shabbat. They don't ever keep Shabbat. The only time you see them is on Yom Kippur. That's it. Who really is more righteous in this situation? The one who is unable to get circumcised and is doing everything else. And he just doesn't want to get circumcised by some random dude who's in the Israelite community, who's never done circumcision before. And the only tool he has is a, a switchblade or the guy who has been circumcised, but he's not keeping Torah or he, he's not keeping Shabbat. He's not keeping the feast days on purpose and let's say he's also not even wearing zeats and he's not, you know, he's not doing those kind of things, right? Who really is righteous here?
1: Mm. So, for he, okay, so, for he is not a Yahudi or a Jew who is outwardly, neither is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh, but a Yahudi Is he who is inwardly in circumcision, that of the heart in spirit or in Ruach, not literally whose praise is not of men, but from Elohim. So what does it mean to be a true worshiper of the father in Ruach and in truth? Circumcision is of the heart spiritually. So where else do we see a circumcision of the heart? Deuteronomy. Oh, oh, Deuteronomy. Hold on, hold on, and, hold on. and in Jeremiah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you telling me we in Romans two and twenty nine?
0: Yes, it comes from Torah.
1: And you telling me the circumcision a, a Torah principle? The, yes. The, the, the circumcision of the heart is mentioned in Deuteronomy. Yes, the sir. The law is. Yes, sir. You know. You know. Let, let, let's let's go there. Let's. let's yeah. All right, so um, Deuteronomy 10, 12 through 22. All right, and now Israel, Yashro, what is it that Yahuwah Elohim is asking you, but to fear Yahuwah Yelahim, or to revere Yahuwah Yelahim, to walk in his ways, to love him, to serve Yahuwah Elohim with all your heart and with all your being? Don't we hear this in the Berit Kaddishah too? Okay, to guard the commands of Yahuwah and his laws, which I command you today for your good, question mark. Ain't, ain't, this, ain't this all that Yahuwah is asking you to do? All right.
0: And notice it's for your good. For your good.
1: See the heavens and the heavens of heavens. Oh, wait. See the heavens and the heaven of heavens. See the skies and the sky of skies. Belong to Yahuwah, Yelohim, also the earth and all that is in it. Yahuwah delighted only in your fathers to love them, and he chose their seed after them, you above all people as it is today. And you shall circumcise the foreskin of your heart and harden your neck no more. Let's see another version, see what this is. Let me go to the ESV. Circumcise the foreskin of your heart and no longer be stubborn. Stop being stiff-necked. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go to the ESV. So remember that you belong to Yahuwah. Live to please him. Do not refuse to obey him. Circumcision of the heart is spiritual. It means you are choosing not to be disobedient. You are not choosing to rebel.
0: And not just not and not on some I'm doing this because I don't want to go to hell, or I'm doing this because I feel like I don't have a choice. You desire it. Yes. You desire to do his will.
1: But I desire to do your will, Elohim, your Torah was in my heart. Psalms. Psalms talks about this. All right, anyway. Uh, Let me go to Deuteronomy. um, Let me go to Deuteronomy 30. Uh, Deuteronomy 30, 1 through 8. And it shall be. When all these words come upon you, the blessing and the curse, which I have set before you. And you shall bring them back to your heart. So you're reminded of these things among the nations where Yahuwah Yelohim drives you. So we scatter throughout the nations and we're remembering the things that Yahuwah has stated before. And shall turn back. We are to repent, Teshuvah, to turn back to Yahuwah. Our Elohim, to obey His voice according to all that is commanded of us today, with all your heart, with all your being, you and your children. Don't we hear this in the Berakhot Shabbat to love you, Elohim with all your heart, being, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself? All right. It go. It goes
0: hand in hand. Yeah, it's just. It's, just, it's like a tape recorder. Okay. The, whole, the, <laughs> the whole book is just like a tape recorder. Just. It's, it's, it's like a. It's like an old record. That's, it's like an old record that's, that's that's messed up So it just keep repeating the same part Over and over and it's over a, again It's like a loop <laughs> It just keeps saying the same stuff Over and over and over again like It's like y'all place. not getting it <laughs> Nobody's getting it We got a All big right. book That's just full of repeat, yo, repeating sentences Yo So
1: and, and, Yo That's crazy Alright <laughs> So It's like Mashiach He told you He's like bro Like This is this is something that you, you've heard before But Mashiach is showing you How to walk this out All right. then Yahuwah your Elohim shall turn back your captivity and shall have compassion on you. And he shall turn back and gather you from all the people where Yahuwah your Elohim has scattered you. If any of you are driven out into the farthest parts under the heavens from where Yahuwah your Elohim does gather you and from where he does take you. And Yahuwah your Elohim shall bring you into the land which your fathers possessed and you shall possess it. And he shall do good to you and increase you more than your fathers. And Yahuwah your Elohim shall circumcise your heart and the heart of your seed.
0: Who's going to do the circumcision? Yahuwah. Okay. So you have to put in the work, but Yahuwah is not going to leave you hanging. No. Okay. So it's almost like if you do the things that you're supposed to do, Mm -hmm. he'll come in and take care of the parts that you can't do.
1: Yeah. So it says, okay. "Yahuwah Elohim shall circumcise your heart and the heart of your seed to love Yahuwah Yehuim with all your heart and with all your being, so that you might live."
0: Yeah. So first of all, you got to be there to be circumcised. Yeah, you got to be there. You got to be there. You got to show up. Okay, and you have to be willing to be circumcised. Don't be hard headed. Yeah. So and you have to be willing to be circumcised.
1: So there's a there's a part that you have to do, and okay. there's a part that Yahuwah is going to do. Okay. It ain't just. Oh, yeah, who's just going to do it? I, all I got to do is just just sit still.
0: And on the flip side of
1: that. All I got to do is just believe yeah. that he's going to do it. And I ain't got to do no work concerning it.
0: And on the flip side of that. It's, all he got to do. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, on the flip side of that, it's <laughs> not, it's all me. It's all me. I did. I made the change. Oh, no. No. There's a part that you have to do. Mm-hmm. And then what you're unable to do, because there is a part that you're unable to do. He will come in. And do that part.
1: Let me go to Ezekiel. But
0: quick. you have to do the part that you have to do. what, what is in your control, you do. Excuse me. So, uh, in fact, you know what? Because a lot of the things that we're saying, you'll hear in church, but you'll hear it applied to a different connotation. You hear it yeah. applied to making money. Yeah. Right. For and and there, and there is a part of and there is a part of this that because the father the way the father works, it exist. does apply to that. Right. But. The scripture is not talking about making money. No. Right? So that part where you have to, you know, where you hear people, what do they say? They say, uh, they say Elohim, well, they say God. God helps people who help themselves. But we always apply it to things like making money. We always apply it to getting a new job. Mm -hmm. We don't apply it to dealing with the things in our hearts and in our spirits and our ruachs that cause us to sin. Being new creatures. That being a new creature. So Take that same the same thing that you heard about making money and apply it to this. You have to put in the work to become a new creature. What you're unable to do, that's where the father will come in and will will help you with the rest of it. But you have to put in the work. You have to you have to do something.
1: So Ezekiel 36 verse 24 says, I will take you from among the heathen and gather you from all the countries and I will bring you to your own land. We just heard this in Deuteronomy. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will cleanse you. So the father is telling you what he's going to do. A new heart also I will put in you and a new spirit I will put within you and I will take you and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh and I will put my Ruach or my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you shall keep my judgments and do them. And you shall dwell in the land that I gave your fathers. You shall be my people and I will be your Elohim. Um, so that's all. So much, 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 much. Anyway, so. New creature. Going into this, right? Yahuwah is letting you know there is a work that you have to do. Mashiach just told you. Yehusha just told you that this is what the Father desires. The Father desires those who are in Ruach and in truth. True worshippers of Him. This is what He desires. We just figured out what it means to be Ruach, to be born of the Ruach. This means that you need to circumcise your heart. What does it mean to circumcise your heart? It means you no longer need to be stubborn. You need to submit. You need to obey. You need to turn back to the ways of the father. Now, we're going to go into truth.
0: Go ahead and talk about that and we can talk about immersion afterwards.
1: All right. So, so truth. All right. Let's see. Psalms 119. Good old Psalms 119. The longest chapter in the whole entire book. (laughs) Have you read all of Psalms 19, before?
0: You're talking to them and me. Both of y'all. Okay, I have. Yeah, me too. <laughs> 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 All right. Psalms 119,
1: 142. This is, this, is, this one got so many nuggets in it. It's like, it's a lot. It's, it's crazy. It's a like, lot. But anyway, uh, 142. It says, your righteousness is righteousness forever. And your Torah is truth. Let me see another version. It says, oh, ESV says your law is true. Man, okay, well, matter of fact, let's go to verse 160 because maybe they didn't hear me. Let me say it for the louder for the people in the back. The sum of your word is truth, and your righteous, right ruling are forever. Oh, it,
0: it's, it's R until he dies on the, on the, on the, on the, the stake and then it's gone.
1: No, let me, let me go with a, I'm going to go to 163. I have hated falsehood and loathed Your Torah I have loved. So showing you a comparison. Falsehood is on one side, Torah is on the other side. His law is on the other side. So clearly it goes, you know, the falsehood and lies is, is against his word.
0: Okay. Who is the father of lies? Oh, Hashatan. Okay. Okay. So he's the father of of lawlessness? Oh, yeah. He's the father of iniquity. Oh, good gosh. Yeah. Wow. It's
1: oh. crazy how it all just lines up, isn't it? You know, it's going to be those, Mashiach said, Yahusha said, it's going to be those During that time, they're going to say, But Master, haven't we prophesied in your name, done mighty wonders in your name, healed in your name? But what is he going to say? Turn away from me. Depart from me. I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. Or you workers of lawlessness.
0: The workers of lawlessness. So you workers of lies. Workers of lies. The father of lies is?
1: The Hashatan.
0: Okay. And if you do his works, which it would be lawlessness iniquity yeah yeah. he's your father yeah okay so if he's your father yeah then that means you must have his seed in you
1: oh so
0: you see how it all just connects i'm just push the mic away go ahead (laughs) (laughs) verse verse 165 great peace or
1: great shalom have those loving your law or loving your word and for them there is no stumbling block why what why is there no stumbling block for those that love his ways? Because I don't know if anyone's told y'all this before. The best way I like to explain this is, okay, right? So we're talking about being a new creature, new being, boom, right? I get e we're going to get into immersion too. I get immersed. I go under that water. That is a, um, what's the word I want to use? A symbolic?
0: Yes, yeah, like a, yeah, a symbolic yeah. suicide. <laughs> Okay. Hey, hey, I'ma keep it raw. It's a symbolic suicide.
1: <laughs> All right. I'm going to keep it like this. It's symbolic of, of how Mashiach died, right? So he died. You dying under that water. Right? So you going down under that water into darkness. Because I know your eyes ain't open. Mine were. <laughs> Mine was a little bit too. But <laughs> <laughs> it was still, but it was still dark. <laughs> it was still dark. All right. So <laughs> So when you raise up, you come out of that water. You are a new creation. Just as Mashiach rose from the dead, he was a new creature. Right. So. Once again, the question that I asked before is once you accept the Messiah, you get immersed because it's, it's two parts. Right. What do you do now? Great peace. Peace. Are those that have loved your Torah, for them there's no stumbling block. Wasn't it another verse that says like the law of freedom, like
0: Yeah, in James it talks about the law of the Torah of liberty.
1: Mm, Torah of liberty. All
0: right. Mm. And you gotta also think about that term liberty a little differently too, because we think of liberty as being able to do whatever you want to do Mm-mm. as opposed to being free from something. Mm. So that's just a that's just a little nugget. You can do your own research. So
1: um I equate it to if I'm walking down this path, because it says that, you know, walk down the straight and narrow. Because, you know, wide is a gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. But you have to find the short, I mean, not the short, excuse me, the narrow road. You have to find it. So if you're walking down this road, there's a goal that you need to get to. Who is what is that goal? Doesn't it say Mashiach is the goal of the Torah, the goal of the law? That's who we're trying to get to. We're trying to get to Mashiach. So how are we supposed to walk? What's where's our guideline? Where's our path that shows us where to go? His instructions, his law, his Torah. It shows us how to get closer to him. So if we're walking this path according to his ways, there are boundaries that shows us, hey, don't go over there, don't go over there. So if I'm walking this path. Anything that kind of comes in my way, I know how to maneuver around it because I'm steadfast on his word. I'm steadfast on thinking of the things that he desires for me to do. So if something comes in my way, I ain't going to trip over it.
0: And some of that stuff that can take you off the path can look real tempting.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: so that kind of goes back to what we were talking about with um, how your your flesh just has desires, right? Some of that stuff can be something that your body will desire, right? Whether we're talking about wanting to eat or wanting to, you know, um, experience, whatever the case may be. And you have to stay on the path. So, of course, if that was something that you were already doing, yeah, it's going to be a lot more difficult to reject and stay on the path. Um, Or in some cases, the other way around it's something that you were completely averse to. And now you come into the walk and realize this is actually a part of it. Um, and you know, again, that that can also be very difficult to accept for some people. That I was originally not ever going to do this, and now um, it's something that I have to accept. Like for some people, they they came into the walk, they were total vegetarians, total vegans. I, I'm not eating no meat, mm. and then they come in and realize that on feast days, you're going to have to eat some lamb,
1: mm.
0: right? Or same thing, you know, I don't do any alcohol. But on certain feast days, you're gonna have to drink some wine. Yeah, um, you know, or, not to say we don't get drunk. Yeah, not, not to get drunk, but you, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to drink some wine. Or even yeah. just the the idea of alcohol in general. Some some people come from Christian denominations where drinking is considered a sin. <laughs> And when you come in and realize that when he turned water into wine, and they he said, "turned into grape juice," yeah, it was not grape juice. There's a different word for grape juice. And not only that, but they said it was the best wine they had, meaning so, it had the highest alcohol content,
1: uh, or or it just tastes really good. Um, it had the
0: highest alcohol content. I okay, keep. All right. okay. <laughs> it, you it, was, know, it, what? you know, know what? You know what? That's true. Wine. That's
1: true because he said, like, <clears throat> he said, uh. You Know usually they bring out the best wine at the beginning of the wedding, But yeah. Once it won't be has dull because of their senses. Well, I know grape juice ain't dull on my senses, yeah. Then they bring out the the low class wine that they probably mix with a little bit of water, try like to that. try to, yeah, try, yeah, to, yeah try, try to try to hide the fact that it's not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that was that's the end, slick was when like, you think Yo, about that it. That joint, this joint is fire, anyway. <laughs> 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 so, all right, now we're going to talk about. I'm going to talk about immersion like real quick
0: Yeah, Because there are some people that say you don't have to get immersed um, I get why they think that But there, there's a reason why even though this is symbolic um, It is important that you still do it Alright
1: So immersion Or bap- baptism So you do find this word um, In the New Testament And it is called baptismo. Um, it does mean to be submerged in water, uh, but the uh, I guess like the English connotation to the word for immersion would be to be immersed or to be fully engulfed or fully surrounded in water. Like to go under submerged in water. So yeah, is That's not what I want to go to. All right. So, Matthew three, fifteen. Actually, I'm starting verse thirteen. Um. And Yehusha came from Galilee to Yahuchanan, or John, at the Jordan to be immersed by him. But John, Yahukanon, was hindering him, saying, I need to be immersed by you, and you come to me. But Yahusha said to him, Permit it now, for it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he permitted him. And having been immersed, Yahushua went up immediately from the water and see the heavens were opened up. And he saw the ruach of the spirit of Elohim descending like a dove coming upon him and see a voice out of the heaven saying, this is my son, the beloved in whom I delight. So, Yahushua said, I mean, this is strictly for those that say we don't need to be immersed in water. That's a, a Catholic thing. And that's a Christian thing. In terms of what happened. Concerning the Messiah, and if if this is who we're following, he said, it is fitting for us to feel or fulfill all righteousness. So So he wasn't
0: getting immersed in the word. It was literal water. It was water. So, and then when he came out the water, that's when the, the rock descended on him as a dove. So... Um, again, yes, I understand that it is a custom that is it has been greatly exaggerated by the Catholic Church. But I understand it's a custom has been greatly exaggerated by the Catholic Church. But that does not mean that it is something that they made up. It, yeah. it is actually something that's commanded in uh, Torah. So
1: I'm going to go here to Mark 16:15 through 16. And he, Yahushua, said to them, go to the entire world and preach my good news in all creation. Whoever believes and, and is baptized or immersed has life. And whoever does not believe is condemned.
0: Here's an example. When you go to college and you graduate, right? Mm -hmm. If you go to school and you get all the classes, Mm -hmm. but you don't get that diploma, you got the information, you have all the knowledge, but you didn't get the diploma. You didn't get the paper that shows that you have the information, have the knowledge. So it's just look at it, Now, I would look at it the other way around as opposed to instead of showing that you completed something, that you're now entering something. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. But, again, I get that it's a custom that, you know, you can have the understanding and technically not go under the water. But be, what you're doing is you're essentially showing this, that, number one, to the people that you're around, that you are committed, right? And you are showing the Father, even though he knows your heart, we get that. You're showing that you're committed, right? Going through certain customs and showing that you are committed to something outwardly is a big deal, right? Hence the reason why we need to circumcise our sons on the eighth day. Now, again, that's a custom. They can completely be in the Torah and understand everything the Torah says and not be circumcised, Right, but that is a commandment that if you are able to keep, you need to keep. Right? I know that's that That's kind of weird because that does sound like a contradiction of what we just said earlier. It's well, not, but there might be some people who think it is. So just to clarify, go ahead. Where we want to make sure it is a commandment to get circumcised. So if you're able to, you still need to we just understand that it's not as simple as just all right I got a, I got a butter knife let me go ahead and get the slicing you know you need, you need you need to you need to butter a,
1: knife is crazy yeah you, you
0: need to make sure that you, you need to make sure that you go through the proper procedures to get that done and that can take time for some people yeah. so that that's all we're saying which
1: which is which is why um, when they had the uh, new believers come in that <clears throat> that was that was that was heavy It was a heavy, quote-unquote, what do you say, burden for them? Yeah. It was a heavy burden for them, you know, because someone that's new into this, like, you automatically tell them, you got to get your member sliced, big dog, otherwise you can't come in. Like, I just just got here yesterday. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Nobody told me this. See, and that's the thing. that But but, but the crazy thing is, that's what they were dealing with. Because you had some of the Yahudim or some of the Jews that's saying, now, this is not what we're saying, right? So I want to clarify this. There's a difference. In order to be saved, do you have to be circumcised? No. Of the flesh, because they were saying in order to be saved, you have to be circumcised by the Torah of Moses. So when they came down, they were deliberating. They said, all right, that's what we're going to do. We're not going to tell them to do that. They need to turn away from uh, eating blood, what is strangled idolatry, fornication. They do these, they do well because in every city from ancient times, Moses is read in there. So of course they were in the synagogues knowing and reading about the Torah of Moses. So there you go right there.
0: Yeah. Just, just lame, keep it short. They'll learn. Yeah. We're just getting these four things to do immediately, which is funny because even the whole dietary law wouldn't come in. It was just those four things. Yeah. And they'll learn the rest as they get here. Yeah. Um, So, again, just – if you are unable to get circumcised at this point in time, um, obviously the only big deal would be that you wouldn't be able to keep Pesach. But outside of that, um, you know, just just make that a goal. If you refuse to get circumcised, that's a very different thing. But if you just are unable to or, you know, you're a little nervous going under the knife there, (laughs) um, you know, I I get it. Sometimes, yeah, you do have to kind of. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready to make that decision, and, and then you go ahead and go through with it. Or you, again, you got to get your shuckles up. But to refuse is a totally different thing. That's all we're saying.
1: It was. Uh, I was trying to find something real quick. Uh,
0: yeah, but we we don't want to talk about slicing your private parts up too much. So <laughs> let's get back to the subject.
1: It was. It was something that came to mind. I might have to. Ah, here it is, Barakihua. All right. Um, let me see. So one thing is for Genesis nine. Right. So they talk about in terms of. I know there's if you if you read the book of Jubilees, I believe the book of Jubilees does talk about this, that. <clears throat> certain things that they were doing right So turn away from uh eating with blood fornication idolatry all that right so genesis 9 these are some things that was studied to noah but do not eat flesh with his blood for only your blood or your lives are required from the hand of every beast i require it from the hand of man for the hand of every man's brother i require the life of a man whoever sheds man's blood by man his blood is shed for in the image of elohim he has made man so we're basically saying do not eat the flesh with his blood and I guess I guess one thing that kind of came to mind, the things things about Jubilees that it talks about how Noah charged his sons to worship the Elohim of, you know, of, of the heavens and earth, worship Yahuwah to turn away from fornication and some other things. And Jubilees goes into a, a little bit more stuff about what was going on during that time, like with some of the uh, uh, Shadim or demons that were uh, operating during that time. But a lot of what kind of came to mind is that the things that Noah told his sons to do after there was a new creation going into a new creation on the earth after the flood is almost like parallel mm. with what this was being stated for the new believers
0: coming in that's a good one it, it kind of just came to mind that's a good one yeah brocky cool.
1: so um we're gonna end it on this uh
0: go I, I do want to make one a quick uh disclaimer too okay because I, I know we said some things like you know, my, my main thing is because they we're we we're, we're talking to people we don't know who's going to hear. There's You're some right. people that are, right. are are uh, very well versed and, and you know have a lot of knowledge, and there's some people who are just, they might be their first time hearing this. Yeah. So when I said earlier about uh about you know of course Hashitan being the Elohim of this world. I am not saying to look at your family and people who are not in this walk as though they are Satanists with black folks. <laughs> right? I'm not saying that, yeah, so yeah, please yeah. don't misinterpret nah, that. Don't and also, it. just in case there's somebody who hears this, who sees me like, Caleb just said because I'm not an Israel, I don't follow the, the Torah and I'm not an Israelite. And, again, they might not be doing it yet. But uh, then I'm, I'm, a, I'm a the devil. I'm, I'm not saying that you're a demon, all right? But what I am saying is that Hashatan at this point in time, the devil, the adversary, His influence is in the world. So the ways of the world are going to have his influence on it. It doesn't mean that the people who are doing it are intentionally worshiping the devil. It just means that his influence is in this world. So you have to remove his influence, which means, yes, you're going to have to remove some things, of culture. You're going to to remove some things like that because they are under his influence. So please don't go around saying no. Nah, no, nah, Caleb said <laughs> that that you know if you're not in this walk, you of the you are a demon. Nah, I'm not saying nah, that. Ain't nah, so,
1: saying that. We ain't saying that. Like you said, it's just influences, right? Yeah, and, and you
0: and you know you kind of notice that as you as you start you know being in this walk longer. How sometimes when people say things, it'll make you shriek. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah. and you don't hate them. You don't you don't look at them in any way, but you understand that they're coming from a different perspective than you. So when they say certain things, it's like, oh my goodness, yeah, a lot, a lot of like things.
1: That? A lot of things is ignorance. it's just, yes, pure, it's, just it's just ignorance. It's pure ignorance. Like they don't know. They've been told to them. Yeah. All right. Um. So I'm gonna go right here. Start at verse 36. Acts 2, verse 36. Therefore, let all the house of Yasharal know for certain that Elohim has made this Yahushua, whom you impaled, both master and Messiah. And having heard this, they were pierced to the heart. And they said to Peter and the rest of the emissaries, men, brothers, what shall we do? So they heard the word that was being spoken to them concerning the Messiah. Now we talk about circumcision of the heart. We talked about not being stubborn, true worshipers in Ruach and in truth. What did they do? They were pierced to the heart and they submitted and they said what what do we do they were sorrowful they they, they believed in what was being stated and kephor peter rose up and said repent and let each one of you be immersed in the name of yahushua the messiah for the forgiveness of sins repent turn back to yahuwah now we know yahushua came for the forgiveness of sins right he was the uh, lamb shed before the foundation of lamb slain before the foundation of the earth. Right? And you shall receive the gift of the set apart our spirit for the promises to you and to your children. We, didn't we hear about this earlier? Here
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it go. <on> repeat. <laughs> when the CD starts skipping. <laughs> didn't we hear about All right.
1: So the promise is to you and your children and I, I want I want those to hear this and and to all who are far off. As many as Yahuwah your Elohim shall call. And with many other words, he earnestly witnessed and urged them, saying, be saved from this crooked generation. And then those indeed who would gladly receive this word were immersed. They were baptized with water. And on that day, about three thousand beings were added to them. So, three thousand people. All right. So, you got anything else you want to say?
0: No, I think I'm good. All right.
1: Well, you've heard it here. This is once again the Bread and Wine Podcast. We appreciate y'all for listening. But um, on a real note, so becoming oh, yeah, a we new- got to talk about how we can
0: how we even came to this episode. Oh,
1: that's great. Oh, we going okay. I bet.
0: All right. All right. We, who what,
1: you what you want to. Do? All right. all right okay you know what <laughs> i'm gonna let i'm gonna let caleb finish it off and i'm gonna tell you what happened right so we were trying to figure out for the longest time what we were gonna talk about we we had like two subjects one of them one of them i would i, I want to talk about but don't have much info i have a lot of information on it and then caleb got some information on it because what he had talked about during Sukkot was very interesting and i definitely felt as though like some. Like people need to learn about this. We might get into it later on, you know, father willing, and then what happened after that?
0: Yeah, the father was not willing tonight, though. So, <laughs> so what happened was um, basically we were trying to figure out what happened. And you, who could said, "Watch was watch, we I was sitting there eating, and he was eating, and he watched a video on, on what was a TikTok or whatever Instagram. it was, and he's just scrolling through, and this uh, guy is talking about how you have to become a new creature. So I'm like, oh, why don't we talk about that?" And then it was like, okay, well, all right, so do we talk about the covenant and then all the things? So, what we were going to do was just sit down, start talking about the covenant, and just let the father go from there. Um, so, so we didn't know which one to pick. So, how about we just cast lots? Yep, we cast lots. So, we got <laughs> we went outside and we got some rocks, <laughs> we found two rocks that were smooth, and we wrote in for new covenant on one uh-huh. and C. Our new creature for one and C yeah. for covenant on the other. Yeah,
1: and, and for uh new creatures yeah. C for covenant.
0: And we prayed and we threw them up against the wall and we you know the prayer was very simple. Mm-hmm. If it turns on both sides or if it turns on the other side where neither is written, it's up to us. Um and then if you will have us talk about one, then whatever side comes up. Is the one that we'll talk about and if it's so if it's so if, in other words if it lands and one side is new covenant and the other side is face down we're gonna talk about new covenant and that's what side was up this side this topic was up the new, other side was new down creature, new creature new creature was up talking about covenants was down
1: yeah
0: as we're sitting here notating you said, goes oh wait a minute Barack Yahuwah he goes in his phone this man had all the scriptures already
1: uh, yeah I had some notes
0: had all <laughs> the scriptures already <laughs> So, yeah, and and again, he he didn't feel as confident in the other topic. But this one, he he had all the notes already. So, uh, and didn't even realize it until – it, again, that was not even the plan. So, yeah, that, was,
1: that, that was wild.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> so, was wild. So yeah, we're we yeah, we we're, we're, yeah. we're gonna take some pictures of the stones and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, and put them yeah. on the on the Instagram and everything for you.
1: We cast lots. Yeah, we we, we, <laughs> we, we cast <laughs> lots.
0: <laughs> yeah, who <would> answered?
1: <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Well, yeah, um, but yeah, we appreciate y'all for listening. Like we said, um, being a new creature and everything like that. All right, I'm gonna just end it now. Alright, Yahuwah barak you and guard you. Yahuwah make his face shine upon you and show favor unto you. Yahuwah lift up his face towards you and give you shalom. In the name of Yahusha, this is the Bread and Wine Podcast. And we say shalom.
0: Shalom.